0: Welcome to the Sports Forecasters Podcast. Thank you for tuning in today. This podcast has been created not to dwell and over-evaluate what has already happened in the sports world, but to predict and to forecast what has yet to come. From game picks to draft picks, and from trades to free agent signings, we will let you know what happens before it happens. Your hosts, Nick and Nate, will evaluate, study, and understand sports patterns, tendencies, and nuances to better prepare you on what to expect just like weatherman but way more accurate so if you like to pick games or you simply just want to be in the know before anybody else you are in the right place enjoy the show hello everybody welcome to the latest edition of the sports forecasters podcast uh, this is Nathan as always we've got Nick with us here as well how are we doing today
1: well hitting the midpoint of the NFL season, or fairly close to it, and now we're looking to see who's rising, who's sliding, who's just somewhere in between. And that kind of leads us into what we're first going to go into with our NFL picks we made at the beginning of the season. We're going to look at things, look at the landscape, see, are we going to modify our division winners today, Nathan, or are we going to stay pat? Which ones are where they should be, and which ones are falling behind? I'll let you take the floor first with the AFC. What do we have going on there, Nathan?
0: You know, in all honesty, I I think there's really one key change to the AFC, and a part of me just still feels like it might be a little too early to make this change, um, because this is a team that I feel like can turn it around instantly if they figure things out once they get a, like a bye week or something, uh, but we'll start with... One team for sure, and that's the Buffalo Bills. Um, I know New England seems to be looking pretty good lately. Buffalo's just way too talented. I know they've dropped uh, their last game, a surprising game to Tennessee, but um, they got that bye week, and I just I feel like they're going to figure things out and really rack up a lot of wins, uh, especially since they got Miami uh, this coming Sunday. So I still keep Buffalo AFC East. I'm sticking with the ones I want to keep. I had Tennessee and the AFC South a team that goes and beats um, probably you know who we thought were the two top teams in the AFC going into the season, um, Kansas City and Buffalo back-to-back. This team is Derrick Henry, you know, power um, carried by him, and I think he stays. I, I think he, he really carries that team through this week, AFC South, so I think they'll keep that. I think in the AFC North, things get a little bit tricky. Um, Cleveland certainly got hit with the injury bug um, and it may derail them. Um, It certainly has a couple weeks ago, uh, especially on the defensive side. So I'm really curious to see how things shape out here. Um, I think whether it's Baker or Case Keenum at quarterback, it doesn't matter in my opinion. So I'm, I'm not really looking at that area. I'm more looking at the defensive side of the ball. That's what it concerns me with the injury bug. Baltimore looks good, but they've had a lot of lucky close wins in my opinion, and I think that won't last forever. Um, we saw them really struggle um, against the Chargers. So um, I just, I feel like, this is a team that is still up and down, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make the change quite yet. I'm gonna actually stick with Cleveland still. There's still a lot of games left, and Cleveland still plays Baltimore twice. That could completely change the landscape of the AFC North, so I'm sticking to my guns here. The Baltimore looks a little stronger. Um, I'm gonna stay with Cleveland. The change I will make though is the AFC West. Um, Kansas City is just way too awful on defense and starting to look even awful on offense that um i can't pick this team anymore especially with a, a raiders team and a chargers team that seems to look really really good so i'm going to stick with well i'm going to make a change here my only change in, in the afc and i'm going to stick the chargers in here and remove kansas city so that's my only change in afc well, Bobby, would you have any changes
1: um all of my division winners well the south and the east i agree with you completely i still have the titans and Bills winning their divisions the north i'm i'm worried and concerned that if baker is gone not that he's the key to it but with the injuries to the running backs and the uncertainty of that it's just one of those situations where i'm not sure that i want to hang my flag on that not that i don't think cleveland will still make the playoffs but the Ravens are just playing very well, keeping it together and just doing a tremendous job. Lamar Jackson, like we spoke about last week, is really trending in the direction that we were hoping to see him in. So I have the Ravens taking over that spot. And then I agree with you on the Chargers. It's just The Chiefs might make the playoffs, but it's just not going to be pretty right now. They're just showing that things are not going the right way for them. Things are rough. So I'm just going to hope that they get together to get in the wild card but at this point i can't say they're going to be the division winner just too many holes too many things to overcome i think the chargers are the most sound team right now in the afc west raiders are making a strong case after firing their coach they're looking pretty good these last two weeks but chargers are the team i'm going to hang the flag on for the afc division winner moving on to the nfc (laughs) Moving on to the NFC now. We're going to look at the division winners. I'll go ahead and start this one since you started the last one, Nathan. For the NFC, really, I'm not going to change any of them. I have the Packers, Bucks, Cowboys, Rams winning it. Packers, honestly, in their division, I Minnesota will be the team that challenges the closest for them, but it's not going to be close. They have that one pretty well locked up as long as they keep taking care of things how they need to for that division. Where that leads them in the larger landscape for a bye or home field until the championship. We'll see what happens with that. But Packers, just Bears aren't going to touch them. Lions aren't going to touch them. Just open and shut case for that one. NFC South, I feel a very similar trend as well. There's not going to be anyone close to them in their division that's going to be them. The Saints are going to be the best chance for that. But they've looked shaky at best at times. They just they don't have anything consistent going on in New Orleans right now. They have a solid team, just like sometimes their offense execution, offensive execution is very predictable. Monday night against the Seahawks, they they won, but it was just very close, chippy, and just offense just looked very mundane. And so for the Saints, I just don't see them challenging against the Bucs. Bucks do have deficiencies and things they need to work on, but... Panthers, Saints, and Falcons, they're just not going to beat them for the division title. Moving on to the East, Cowboys, same situation. It's just they are head and shoulders above the rest of the teams in their division. Could they lose a game or two against teams in their division? Of course, yeah. For you to sweep a division, it's pretty impressive. I I just feel like their road is not going to be very challenged by the Eagles, Giants, or the Washington football team. The South or the NFC West is going to be your most interesting one. Right now, the Cardinals are in the lead, but I'm going to stay pat with the Rams. I feel more confident about the Rams. Yes, they got destroyed by the Cardinals, but they do have them one more time. The Cardinals have had opponents that have had questionable win losses up to this point, with the exception of the Rams. So for me, I'm going to stick with the Rams. That was my early pick. And just for the sake of, sticking with your horse I'm going to stick with them I just think Cardinals aren't going to lose on Thursday just because I think Packers have too many things overcome leading into this game but I feel like those losses are going to come not that they're going to fall out of playoff contention I just feel like the Rams have more of the pieces together of to be successful than what the Cardinals have what do you have Nathan
0: well, we both have the same division winners: Tampa Bay, Green Bay, Los Angeles, and Dallas. Um, and I'm with you. I there's no reason to change any of those. Three of those four seem already guaranteed. The one, as you mentioned, the the NFC West. Excuse me, seems to be still in question. I mean, obviously Arizona leads, but I agree with you. I think there's there's yet there's a drop off that's going to happen there. Um, I feel like that's a team. Not to make excuses for them. I think they are pretty good. Um, but have dealt with you know very little injury issues and things like that. They, now they did get COVID. Their, their coaching staff did, and they still won with that. But now you see J.J. Watt out for the season. Um, once again, the story of his life. Um, and, and you just wonder what other injuries they could pile up. This is a team I suspect to rack up a couple of losses here going in into the mid late of the season um, and expect the Rams to grab that lead. So I'm going to stick with you. I'm not going to talk too much else about it. Um, I think they're going to keep that. Um, they're going to ultimately win it and I'm going to keep my NFC teams. So let's move on to our weekly picks here and our weekly competition. Last week, man, we did excellent. Both of us, um, we both scored six points. That's um i mean you nailed all but one um i've nailed all but two of our picks but since i my walker was a money line i got that extra point so we tied six to six so we started off a little shaky but you still have a four point lead on me so the first four weeks you beat me by one each week the last two um we've been even so I got catching up to do, man. Yeah, I I keep getting better, but you're getting better with me, so um, we'll, we'll see if I can see if I can pass uh, pass you here this week. So let's jump to let's let's just jump to our Saturday night game, our college football Saturday night game. We got Ohio State once again here, um, playing the Nittany Lions and Penn State. What's your take here? What's your pick?
1: My pick here will be. Penn State covering the 18 and a half points. I don't think they're the overall winner in the end. I just think Ohio State will do enough to end up winning the game. Um, but Ohio State's questions on defense, yes, everyone's talking about how they've played better. But the last three, four weeks, I don't feel like they've played competition that can move the ball quite as well as Penn State can. i not to say Penn State can move it well enough to win it. But I think Penn State covers the 18 and a half points that they're saying the spread is. Ohio State wins the game, but Penn State keeps it close enough to cover the spread.
0: Yeah, um, I was initially going to look at the over-under here. I'm um, thinking the under with a very good defense by Penn State and I think an improved defense by Ohio State. Um, but at the end of the day, it's called football, and I think it's a little risky to do that. I'm actually going to pick Ohio State, minus 18 and a half here. Um, Ohio State's offense has been off the charts, the best in the nation, with that improving defense, Penn State has been very lackluster. Obviously, they lost to Iowa, then uh, then their uh, latest loss um, in well, this nine-overtime marathon to Illinois. Um, only put up, what, 18 points? It, Ten points in regulation? And Illinois is not that good, so their offense now is starting to look a little lackluster. I'm just wondering, does James Franklin have an eye on a uh, opening coach opening coming up? What, USC maybe, maybe his uh, mind is elsewhere. Maybe he's thinking about the beach in Southern California. I don't know, but just Penn State just hasn't looked looked themselves. So it's at Ohio State. They are, I think, in the front seat now to get that playoff spot. Um, obviously I didn't say that a few weeks ago, but so I, I, think this is a huge game for them and they roll them so there's a big game just North of them, um, that, uh, we're not touching, but, uh, Michigan, Michigan state, that'd be very, very interesting and have a lot of playoff implications. All right, let's jump to Sunday. Then who's your spread pick
1: spread pick. I'm going with the Bucks at saints Bucks are favored by five. I think it's going to be more than that. So I'm going to go with the Buccaneers against the saints. Okay, I'm going to, yes, I'm actually going to
0: pick an underdog here. I'm going to pick Carolina plus the three Um, they're playing at Atlanta. I know Carolina hasn't played well lately. Um, I think Atlanta um, getting off that little high. They've won two in a row. I think that's, um, I think they're going to get a little full of themselves, maybe get a little bit humbled here. And and I actually think they're going to lose to Carolina, so I'm going to pick them plus three. Um, for the over/under, uh, I'm picking the San Francisco Chicago game. It's at 39 and a half. Um, This seems awfully low to me. Um, I know Chicago. I know both these teams haven't looked so good um, offensively, but defensively they haven't looked good either. So um, I think because of that, their offenses will actually look a little bit better because defensively they're not the greatest. Um, and and as a result. Um, there'll be there'll
1: be an over there. Who, what's your over-under? My over-under is Jaguars at Seahawks. is at 43-and-a-half. I very hesitantly am going to pick the over. I think it can be a 24-20 game or a 21-20-something game. But either way, they get over the 43-and-a-half. I just feel like Jaguars will move the ball. Seahawks will respond to move the ball because they've kept their games close despite not having Russell Wilson. So that's my rationale. Moving on to the money line. Who do you have for your money line, Nathan?
0: Well, as I said before, Carolina, Atlanta. I think Carolina's actually going to beat Atlanta here. So that's my money line pick. Who do you got?
1: For my money line pick, I'm going to do it to keep the division a little more competitive, even though I think the losing team in this particular battle is going to end up winning it. The Titans at Colts, I'm going to say the Colts win the money line. Their Titans are favored. They've won two big games. Coming off those big victories, Colts are still hungry. Scraping and clawing It's at their place. I'm going to go with the Colts this week. Sunday night football game. We have Cowboys at Vikings. What are you looking at for this one, Nathan?
0: I'm looking at the under here. Um, what's very interesting here, both these teams, um, actually most of the time have gone on and uh, have done the over, but every home game Minnesota has had, they've had the under. Also, Kirk Cousins in primetime folds all the time, right? He just is not as good. So I think Minnesota's going to score a lot less points than what's projected. Cowboys have always done the under when the overrunner has been fifty four or higher. This is at fifty four and a half, so I think both the support that this game is going to be the under. So that's what I'm picking.
1: I'm going the same thing. Uh, Just not feeling good about the offensive output. Yes, they're they're coming off a bye week, but still not thinking it's going to go over fifty four and a half. Our wild card picks. I'll start with mine. I have Patriots at Chargers. I don't think the Patriots win this game, but I I think they keep it closer than five and a half points. They've been five and two two this season if the spread was five and a half points. So I'm going to write those odds and say that the Patriots keep it closer than five and a half. What do you have, Nathan? I'm going to
0: pick what you picked for your money line. I need to catch up to you, so I'm going to start picking some underdog money lines as my wild card. So I'm picking, I'm picking Indianapolis actually to beat Tennessee is what I have. Um, exactly what you said. Tennessee is on a high, kind of beat, you know, some two good teams that they probably weren't expected to beat. Um, and so I think uh, the Colts are getting a little bit of momentum. Um, good win against San Francisco. So I think it's a trap game for Tennessee, and, and Indianapolis pulls up that upset.
1: Dry sports week this week. Uh, We'll have more coming next week looking at our playoff projections, wild cards, seeing things like that, as well as our picks, and just looking at some of the sports happenings going on. But for this week, we are the Sports Forecasters. You've been listening to Nathan Singer. I'm Nick Alvarez. We'll talk to you next time.